Hey there, it's Tyson Sharp here. And if you're looking to break through your money ceiling so you can start receiving a new level of income, this is the episode for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my online family, Welcome back to another episode of the Awaken Your Business podcast. I've Andrea here. And if it's, it's sort of like everyone's facing the same challenge, right? It's we go out, we get our, our business going, we rock and roll, and then we run into this challenge called money. And it's, it's crazy how common this is. I'm, I'm Andrea, I'm keen to dive in deep in terms of why you think this is. But I coach so many people and I'm in a community of so many entrepreneurs and my, me myself been on this entrepreneurial journey for, for six years. And this, this thing called money holds us almost captive to the fears, the doubts, the frustrations, the worries, all those different things. And it sort of channels our focus, channels our direction. And we often find it all the time coming up of, oh my God, but how do I pay the bills? Oh my God, I can do that, but I don't know how to charge for it. Or oh my God, I I can do this and I can put my money out there and I can put my gift out there. Um, But how do I get, how do I get paid doing that? Right. All these things around money. And it's, it, I'm sure you can intuitively feel it cuts off our flow. It cuts Mm -hmm. off our creativity, our alignment. And that's why we have Andrew here, who's wanting to dive in deep and share all about how to break through that ceiling and break through those, you know, those barriers that we hold onto ourselves so that we can receive a new level, a new level of income, receive a new level of income uh, by the inner work that we do. And so as entrepreneurs, this is really, really important. So I'll quickly just give you a bit of a bio, bio read about Andra. So Andra is an energetic business and income coach who loves supporting purpose-driven entrepreneurs ready to break through their current income ceiling. She guides them to recode their energetic money blueprint so they can consistently increase their income and expand their businesses. Beautiful. She has helped clients double, triple, and even quadruple their income while expanding their presence and influence. Awesome. Andra, welcome. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for having me. And um, I'm just so excited to connect with you and to share with your audience and uh, to hopefully shed some light on this um, topic that can be um hidden or not wanted or not want to be talked about right so i think it's really opening that conversation uh, and hopefully giving you some strategies and tools that you can apply right for yourself right right? because this is all about yeah it's a really good point now everyone not only struggles with this and they can feel it intuitively even if they consciously or unconsciously know it but then most are not willing to admit it. Not, most are not willing to dive in deep and say, okay, maybe there's something I need to shift here. And they just stick to the hard work and hustle and the same tactics that aren't working. 
And so they find themselves stuck in that loop. But I'd love to give you the floor for a bit and share what is your story? How did you get into all of this? And how did you, you know, come to helping people with receiving new levels of income? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I do believe we're always shedding the light or shining the light for those behind us. And we're often wanting to teach what we most needed to learn. And so, of course, it has been my journey myself, right? As someone who is very purpose-driven and wanting to do what I love in the world, it's I, I've been on a mission to make sure that I'm doing that, right? That's actually the number one thing. I have to be doing what I love and I have to be supporting people. So that was like a non-negotiable. Uh, and so that looked like, you know, quitting a stable teaching career. It looked like uh, trying a bunch of different things. It looked like finding the thing and then not making money at the thing. Right? So it became this. And so, you know, it, it, for myself, it was about going through that own, my own journey around that. And then, of course, then working with people, again, drawn to work with people who, you know, really want to give their gifts in the world in a big way and helping them sort of solidify that, find their path, connect the dots, kind of figure this plan to put their gifts out into the world. But then the, all this stuff around money would come up, right? Or it's like, or I really want to do this. I know what I want to be doing, but I'm scared. I, I can't, I don't know how to make money doing this. All those things you said at the beginning, or I'm doing it and I'm uncomfortable charging, or I don't know how to talk about money with people. I don't know how to charge for my services, or I'm trying really hard and I'm getting no clients and all of that kind of stuff that comes up, right? And so I really felt, um, as I learned this material for myself, material, I guess, uh, for myself, that it was so important that I share it because that's my passion. It's not about helping people make money. Like it's not about money. It's about helping passionate, purpose-driven, heart-centered people who want to and are offering amazing gifts in the world to be able to earn a good living or a really good living or an exceptional living. It's not about the amount. Everybody comes in with different levels. But for me, the passion is to help people um, who want to do big things and who often are undervaluing themselves or often undervalued even in society, right? So it's really kind of reframing a whole bunch of stuff so that really good people can do really good things in the world. And so that's really what my my journey has been. And of course, I've had to work through all of the stuff around keeping myself small and all of those kinds of things, which I'm sure I'll touch on um, in this um, talk with you. And so again, it's just understanding the journey that people are going through and being able to support them uh, in whatever way that looks like for them, right? Because the money blocks, as we might call them, are going to show up differently for different people, right? Yeah. When, when did you recognize that this is something that is a, a challenge or a roadblock for you? Was there a moment or a specific time when you realized, oh my God, this is actually a block for me. This is something that I need to heal or, or, or shift when it comes to the topic of money? Was there a specific, specific time or moment? You know, I wouldn't say maybe there wasn't a day specifically, but it was, I mean, definitely along the journey, it was kind of like, okay, I'm really good at what I do. I love it. I'm taking some actions, but I'm somehow not, I'm struggling. <laughs> Basically on some level, I'm not actually, I am not, I'm able to maybe pay the bills, but barely, or I'm constantly focused on it, or I'm, and I could feel that, yeah, I'm not charging enough. I could see all these little pieces of my own story, right? It's like, okay, well, I don't want to charge that much. I probably can't afford it. Um, maybe the work I'm doing is not tangible. And I'd have all these stories around this and kind of keeping it small. Um, yeah, or it's like being a speaker somewhere. I, I would do that, but I might just be like off to the side a little bit and not the person who center stage totally owning my value 
charging what I want to be charging, right? So I just had these inklings and these moments of being like, okay, I'm really confident. I'm confident in many ways. Sorry, I'm such an air quoter. <laughs> a random air quoter, like Joey on Friends. <laughs> so, um, so I just see these moments within myself. And I think, yeah, I think it, I'm sure there was a day that was, it was almost like, am I meant to do this, right? It's that kind of stuff that comes up that for myself and for other people. But it's like, am I going to give this up? Or do I get a job? Do I do something else, right? And it was like, no, there's something and you can feel it. It's like this internal thing that's like, I'm not sure I'm allowed to have what I want. I'm not sure. And again, that's maybe not the language, but it's sort of the feeling that you have, right? That maybe I can't do this. Maybe I'm not uh, meant to do this. Um, yeah. So I feel like that sort of how all of those little pieces for me, I'm such a journey person. So I think it was just all these little stones and that, yeah, I think there was probably a day where I was like, that's enough, man. <laughs> I got to figure this out because I know I want to be doing this. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one thing people can ask themselves are the, the signs in which you're explaining the signs in which they may start realizing that they have a, a, a challenge or a block when it comes to receiving income or money by asking themselves, maybe they can look around them and themselves and say, maybe I am, you know, financially just getting by, right? There's that, there's that income bracket or there's that income goal that I know I have to meet, but maybe for some reason I'm just not earning more than that, you know? And that, so if they're just getting by and they're consistently just getting by or they're asking themselves a question of like, why is this a struggle? Why aren't I charging what I want to charge? Why aren't the clients coming in the way that, you know, I want to see them and, and you can start doubting yourself and questioning, am I meant to do this? You know, so the story that you're explaining here and the challenges that you were going through, people can probably ask themselves, am I, am I, can I see or recognize some patterns that are similar so they can mm -hmm. start recognizing if there is something that needs to be shifted there. Um, but let me ask you, you talked about teaching. Did you go from a, teaching career that was comfortable and that was in a, in a, in a space of safety for you and then move out of that? When, when did you sort of, when did you shift from that? And what did your career look like after that? So, I mean, that has been about 15 years now, but it was, it was actually quite dramatic. I quit in the middle of the year. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and I, I had, I actually moved into Pilates. I had a movement background. And so I sort of had like um, some certification and a bit of a direction, but it really was more, it's not what I'd recommend for people. It was really more of like, I got to get out. This is not working Did for me. Did you just not a... show up one time and all the kids yeah. in class like, oh my God, where's the teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> no, I actually did wrap it up nicely, but it was act it was just that realization of like, I actually have these, I love to teach and I love, I love teaching health actually and like self-esteem and sex ed and all of the, I basically loved life coaching kids. <laughs> and so, but I was like, it did, there were so many other pieces that were actually really not the right fit for me. And so I think, yeah, it's having that intuitive hit. And so, yeah, it was a bit dramatic. I just, I, I own the, the, the drama <laughs> that it was in, in some way, although I did have a little bit of a fallback plan, but not really. Right. It, I didn't have a guaranteed income. Uh, and it was just kind of a, a slight direction that I could step into. And so, yeah, again, just trusting that process. And for me, it really was this path of, of evolution to get me to this place that I'm in now. Right. right. So, I so you went to sort of more of a movement, sort of yoga type position, and that was your path. That was your passion. When did you start getting into coaching? Did you start 
coaching people on money or did you start coaching people transitioning from something else? What, what was that sort of period like? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I did a lot of one-on-one in that work. And so I think you just get these connections with people. And I realized I was kind of coaching them all the time, even though I was doing body stuff. And then, yeah, I just, I just was so drawn to, I loved it actually, as much as I love the body, which is what I tie into the embodiment piece. I use that now, but I actually love the conversation and, and reading energy and all of that and understanding sort of the blocks actually that people had within their bodies. And so I just began this journey of sort of um, starting off um, doing something called the passion test and helping people find their passions. And that led me to becoming a purpose coach, right? So I was let me, you know, helping people who were in transition or looking maybe to switch careers or to get out of a career and to move into their own business. And so really, and then, yeah, the energetic component was so fascinating for me. And so, um, yeah, I'd got certification as a law of attraction coach and um, Reiki practitioner, right? And so all of these pieces were just sort of added in as I kind of got more and more clear on what lit me up and what my true gifts were. Um, and so, yeah, it's th- those subtle things, right? Like I was always intuitive and always a good listener and always sensitive as people would say, oh, you're too sensitive, right? And so just really realizing that actually those were all of my gifts and I just didn't really know how to put them all together. And then, yeah, and then the final piece was um, a program called Tapping Into Wealth, which is, again, it's tapping as an energy modality and the physical and nervous system. So I dig that. And then it's about clearing money blocks, right? And so really, I just took all of these pieces that I was intuitively drawn to and then sort of, and saw that my clients could benefit from all of these and then sort of integrated them um, into something that serves me and that also serves them. Mm, beautiful. I love how you just followed your passion and what was exciting and then integrated all of them i think that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people are finding and me as well the more the more modalities and 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 passions that i find you can just sort of wrap them all into one to serve at a different level serve at a higher yes. level right so when you yes. started learning about money and overcoming money blocks and allowing wealth to flow through what were some things you you recognized in yourself when you started learning it were you currently struggling with money were you were, were you not charging what you were what you wanted to be charging and 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 what was that shift like yeah i think it was really again that yes definitely not charging enough not putting myself out there enough kind of always doing just enough getting just enough right or having those pattern i didn't have so much the feast or famine pattern but yeah i think it was really just not owning the value of what I was doing and not charging for it and not really speaking about it uh, in a way that was self-promotional, right? And we have to be self-promotional, especially as solopreneurs or right, even if you're not a solopreneur, you still have to be able to promote yourself and what it is that you do. And um, yeah, I think one story, I, I, if you don't mind, I, I will share it just because I feel like it is, um, it resonates with a lot of people. So if, if you're open to it, I'll share that. Go for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just something that came up again through this work because it makes you go deep and uncover stuff. And it was this moment that I had when I was in grade six and I was someone who did stand out and, you know, was good at some things and won some awards and, and, and had this, I was a little shiny, right? I was that person who stood out and I won some awards on the second last day of school. And I remember thinking, you know, I'm really grateful for this. And I felt proud of myself. You know, one of them I think was a citizen was a citizenship award, right? So all the kids voted on that. And so it was really meaningful for me, but I also just, it was just me being me. 
And um, the next day, last day of school, I was waiting for my two friends to walk with me to school and only one of them came. And I just asked, you know, where's the other one? And she said, oh, she doesn't want to walk with you. She thinks you think you're so great. And I remember it just being like this punch in the stomach. And it was, yeah, apparently someone who didn't win the award made something up, not very nice about me or something saying that I said, oh, it's too bad we all can't be winners or something like this, which was of course not true. So I don't know exactly, but I, I know what I, what I took in in that moment was it's, I was going to a new school in grade seven and it was like, you can't stand out or people are not going to like you. Like maybe I didn't use that exact language, but basically it was like, you, you can't do this or people aren't going to like you. And so I did go to a, and it, so I le later learned it's kind of this unspoken or unrecognized vow that I took at the time. Right. And so then I went to this new school and it was, yeah, that's what I did. I literally just, I always stood to the side of the spotlight. I de um, deflected compliments. I I was self-depreciating all the time, right. If things kind of came to me, I kind of blew them off. Right. And all, and again, subtle things, but I did that for like, 30 years until I really realized in subtle ways, right? So again, that just translated to business, right? In, in, in terms of how much I was allowing myself to be seen and um, sharing and allowing me, I was basically dimming my light, right? I was making myself smaller so that people would like me, right? And so that really was massively important for me to understand the impact that it still had. And so obviously doing the work around clearing that has allowed me to uh, do a whole bunch of things, including earn a lot more money, right? But it also allows me to stand on stages and to be in global summits and to do things um, where I'm, I am in the spotlight and I'm literally allowing myself to take up space. Um, and so that has been, and it will still continue to be a work in progress for me. I think we all have these little areas. And so, yeah, I share it. I, I didn't share it for a long time because I was like, well, who wants to hear that story? Like, it's not that I was bullied or picked on, right? But I'm like, it's my story. Like, it's actually, right? I was this myself. I was my biggest self. And then I was shut down or shut myself down. And I just carried that for like 35 years. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, and I, when I share it, there's so many people who have resonance to that in my experience. So, yeah, I can hear like the collective consciousness of the, of the viewers and listeners who are, who are tuning in, who are saying, that sounds like me when I'm dimming my light, when I'm deflecting comments, right? And compliments of people who are saying this and, and, you know, staying safe, you know, you know, away from the spotlight, things like that. People truly resonate with that. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you need to have this huge story of this huge heartbreak or anything like that. Cause we all pick up meanings from different events. And this is where you've picked up this meaning that says, if I stand out, people won't like me you know, that obviously would lead to bigger and bigger things. And the pattern would be more and more conditioned as you go on until you start recognizing it. Um, but it's amazing that you said, now you can step out in the spotlight, you can charge what you're, what you're worth and charge what you want and, and put yourself out there more in the world to, to share your gift. My, my question would be right now, what is your relationship with money? What does money mean to you? What does income mean to you? What do you feel? When you think about the topic, what's, what's your relationship with it now? 
Oh, I love that question. Yeah. So it's like a creative force, right? And it's actually inclusive within me and what I do and who I am and all of that versus this outside entity. So it's kind of included in the whole of what I'm creating, who I am, what I'm doing. Um, and so, it, yeah, it's a really a creative force. And so that is the difference, right? And it's that trust of the flow, the in input and output and the give and the receive. And so I know that's all language stuff, but again, I think it's that idea of embodying that, right? We can all have lip service around that, but it's when you actually are carrying the energe the energetics of that or that you're embodying that trust, that belief, that knowing that, um, yeah, that it's not separate, that it's not hard, that it's not all of these things that we, I feel bad for it sometimes, right? Because we put a lot of stuff on money. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. What, what does it feel like in your body when you feel this trust, when you feel that it's in you, when you feel it's a creative force, when it's a, a give and receive relationship, what is it, what does it physically feel in your body when you have that resonance and you're feeling, and you're feeling that just so people know. Yeah, I mean, it feels expansive, right? Spacious, not contracted, and it feels calm, right? And I think everybody might have a different, feels peaceful. It feels like a peaceful relationship in some way. So it, for me, I'm a very peaceful person. So I think that's how I internalize it. And so someone else might have a different um, feeling of it, but it does feel, again, like a grounded, peaceful, um, not tight, but it, spacious, right? It feels mm. like spacious in my body. Great. And when someone, I feel this all the time, I, I've done a lot of internal work as well, as many people listening know about my silent meditation journey of doing silent meditation for, for two hours a day. And I had to just truly work through my objections and resistance around money. I left my job um, in early 2020. I was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was roughly the very, very start of the year. And I had this fear that said, man, you have to learn how to make money. And I just followed my heart to do this full time. And it was a huge, huge leap for me. And sitting in science, sitting in meditation allowed me to heal those sort of patterns around money is my safety and my money is my significance and all those different things. And one of the things I can catch myself when I go back to those patterns is exactly what you said. It's viewing money as something external to me. It's this external force that might be outside my control. And, it, and as long as that external force outside my control is going the way my mind thinks it should, then I feel the way I want to feel. Right? So what is it? Can you expand on that in, in, in sharing? What do you mean when you say money is me money's in me and that, that creative force is in me? What, what, what would you expand and how would you, how would you explain that to someone in more detail? Well, I guess I would start by saying the energetics of it. If we really believe everything is energy, which I personally do, right? That money is just a form of energy and it becomes just this extension. I think that's the best way I can say it's an extension of the give receive cycle, right? We are giving all the time in money and in our gifts, and then we're receiving uh, gifts from other people when we spend money. <laughs> and then we are also receiving money for giving our gifts, right? So feel, it feels, it's just that idea that it is this cycle, this thing as you give, it's not complicated also. I think it's that it's really a simple equation, right? You give 
value and you receive value, right? And so it's not, I mean, I will say it's not you just sitting there meditating. I'm not, I don't mean that in any way. I love that you did that. I just mean, you're not just visualizing thousands of dollars dropping from your head or dropping from the sky, right? We, so we don't want to be in that, that idea around money, right? That we can be calling all of that in, but it is through our own 3D physicality in this 3D world that we actually have to do something to be able to, br to bring that into our experience, right? Yeah. And so I think, yeah, extension would be the best way I could say that and that it is just this extension of what you're giving and then what you're taking in. Great. Yeah. What did you have to do when you started to create these shifts? Obviously you noticed this story within you that said, if I go out in the spotlight, I won't be liked. People won't like me. Obviously, once you started recognizing that story and creating a shift there, we can get into those sort of limiting beliefs. But one thing I want to tap into there is what did you do once you shifted this? What was something different that you did that allowed for more income to start flowing in? So like literally was on a stage, um, right? Standing at a microphone in a spotlight, right? <laughs> like full on spotlight microphone in front of me. And I started my talk saying, I am totally awesome at what I do and I deserve to be well paid for it. And so, and really being able to, and of course, and I sort of guided the audience to have a similar experience, but for me, and in my old way it would be like, I'm going to take you through an experience so you, like I would put my teaching hat on around this, but I literally walked up to the mic and that was the first, those were the first words out of my mouth without any padding. I would have padded it in the past, right? I would have said, okay, I'm going to say something that might trigger you or I'm going to, right? I would have said all of these things. And so for me, yeah, it scared me for sure to, to do it, but, and then to be able to do it and be in full power and for people to receive that and then to be able to sort of coach around that after and actually walk people through a similar experience for them themselves, right? So that to me was the embodiment of it, right? <laughs> because yeah. I wasn't just teaching what I learned. I was like living it. And I was like literally at a mic with a spotlight and saying, I'm awesome and I deserve to be well paid for it. Right. And so I think, and so, right. And so it was, it was amazing. Right. So I was at this talk, it was about, uh, I'd say about a third or a quarter of the room signed up to book consults with me. Right. And so again, they just, people could feel, feel that truth. Right. And so that was me being in my truth, being uncomfortable, but also standing in that because I had embodied it and then seeing the result of that and how much people, yeah, it was, it was lovely for me. Right. People I felt like a celebrity at the end, right? People were coming up and saying that really spoke to me. It was, and I was in the spotlight for the whole kind of day. And again, I could feel myself wanting to shrink or um, feeling like that was a lot for me to take in. And so, um, I mean, I did what I needed to do, but I just allowed myself to receive, right? To receive actually all of, all of that. That's so true. I think. I love it. I love it. So what's, what's something you focus on if someone is noticing these patterns within themselves and they're saying, look, there is this income ceiling that I can't seem to break through despite how much I'm working, despite how much I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this and, and all those different things. What's, what's the first step for them? What's the first thing that you work through when you have a client that comes to you with these challenges? What's, what's your very first focus for them? I think the first thing is seeing their mind body money connection, right? So actually seeing how they relate to money on not just a mind level, but a body level and emotional level. And so, yeah, we kind of look at their um, savings debt, right? There are all of these, 
always have feelings for us and then our, in, our current income level and then our income goals, right? And so I think that's one of the first, just to kind of actually see how things are wired in because again, not just from a mental level, but a much more subconscious and um, even how it starts to then tie into some maybe past experiences they've had, right? So it's just, there's such a depth to it, but that would be the first place I would start, right? Because you will, right? You, when you think about your savings, like what's the first thought that runs through your head? What's the first feeling you have? What's showing up in your body, right? Or your income level or your income goal. And so it's just going to give a lot of um, information to you about really where you're actually at versus where you think you're at. <laughs> so, yeah. so anyone who's wanting to practically create this change, maybe they can pause this right now and do this exercise. Ask yourself if I'm to think about my savings, the current goals I have, you know, what I'm looking to achieve, what's currently coming in right now, all those different things, just get an inventory on what's what their what their current life is like and their relationship to money. And then ask themselves, when I think about this thing, what is it that I'm thinking? What are the emotions that I'm feeling? And what does it feel like in my body? Is that mm -hmm. what you're saying? Yes, dead on. That's it, that's it right? And that it allow, because we're integrated beings, right? It just allows us to see the whole connection of what's happening, right? So just not just from a thought level, but from a, a felt experience. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, it can be really powerful, right? And so, right. and then if you go deeper, you can even be like, okay, I'm feeling tightness or tension in my solar plexus. And if I want to go a little deeper, I can be like, so if I, if, if it was going to talk to me, what would it be saying right now? Right. It might, and you'd be surprised, right. It might be like, Oh, you're never going to do it. Or is like, it might just be something, right. And so again, it's really good to have the awareness of what's actually currently there so that you actually can shift it and start to call in different ways of being with money. Right. Great. So you can tap into the thoughts, tap into the emotions, tap into what it feels like in your body and ask yourself the question of what is it trying to say to me? right? What is this? What is this message? What, what's, what's coming up right now? And what is, what does that allow them to do? What with the answers, let's say it says, Oh, it's saying I'm scared or it's saying, um, you know, you need to, you need to make more. I need to make money to feel safe. I need to make money to feel significant or loved or whatever it is. Once they start asking themselves those questions and getting those answers, what do they, what do they do then? What do they do with those answers? Yeah, I love that, right? So that's the first step is the awareness or making the unconscious a bit more conscious. And so I think, you know, one of the big modalities I use is tapping as a clearing technique. So I highly recommend that. It's EFT, right? Where you can actually be like tapping. There's different points, right? So that's, it's just such a great, what I love about it is it's a phys physiological thing, nervous system thing. And you also get to verbalize the stuff that you're actually feeling, right? So if we're feeling like I'm not making enough money and we're just slapping an affirmation of like, I am a millionaire or whatever it is, or I'm earning tons of money. If, if our, if our system doesn't line up with that, it's, it's our system that we are, our, our vibration, right? We're attracting. And so it just allows you to, to verbalize those things that you might not want to be saying like, this sucks. I'm not making enough money. I'm trying really hard. Right? All those things that you actually feel, because that's what we feel, right? Most of us who are entrepreneurs have had and still have probably moments of stuff, right? Whatever it is. So it just allows you to give voice, but know that you're using a clearing technique. 
and then of course, obviously you can do things like journaling. I mean, I do a lot. There, I feel like there's, you've got to do something with it. <laughs> so yeah. there's, once you pull it up, it's like, I can explore it. I can reflect on, on it. I can journal it. I can um, do some energetic work on it. Um, I can hire a coach to help me. I, there's lots of things that you can do, but it's important. And then of course, to then notice the, when you're more conscious, conscious of the pattern then to notice when it's showing up for you again right so it's like oh i'm it's such a simple there's su such simple things you can do right so it's like if you have this feeling of money around spending or something and you notice that you're out somewhere and you're giving money over and you can feel your body shifting or you can feel the thought it's like you actually can shift that in the moment right you get to choose you're like okay i'm going to take a couple of deep breaths i'm going to tell my body body to relax while I hand over this $50, right? And again, you're just starting to do a, make a different action in it and create a different pattern. So I think it's really the threefold, understand it or uncover it, clear it or pull it out or unpack it or whatever you want to look, however you want to do that. And then use that new awareness and shifts to take different actions to create new patterns, right? I love that because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big believer in what you just said, because a lot of people can say, Oh, I'll just reframe or I'll just use some affirmations or some other personal development techniques. But if it doesn't align with your whole system, it's, it won't, it won't go deeper into your unconscious where your, where your energy has shifted. Like you say at the start, if it's all just energy, it needs to shift at an energetic level and it needs to align in that way. And so sometimes when someone's like, oh my God, I can just repeat this affirmation time and time again. And that could work depending on what level of consciousness and awareness they're at. But often I find so many times people using those affirmations and it actually aids in their stress because it's, yes. they're at conflict with it so much. They're saying, every time they're saying, oh my God, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. Energetically, they're reminding themselves that they're not. And because they haven't cleared it out and because they haven't aligned with it, it's just resurfacing the fear that they haven't addressed yet. But what you're saying is mm -hmm. if you use techniques like tapping, you know, or journaling or energetic work and anyone can Google or YouTube tapping, you know, tapping techniques, right. Where they, it's very, it's very quick, but it's basically where I'm not the expert, but from my gist, it's basically when you're able to phrase something that you're scared of and use different tapping points on your body to, allow your body to remain calm and to remain in that space of safety while you clear this energy. Is that sort of what it's all about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. What you said. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So yeah. you can use that so you can understand it, then do some things around clearing it and then using that clearing and that understanding to then shift in a way that allows you to not only change the way you behave and change your actions, but also change into different patterns. Is that what you're explaining? Yes. Yeah. I love it. And I feel like it, yeah, for me, it's, I just wanted, I love what you, everything you just said there. And I he heard you say, or it was in a post you did, you were, we, we don't attract, I, I don't want to paraphrase, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was something like we, yeah, we don't attract what we think, but we attract who we are basically, or our, right. It's just that idea of, and I use the word congruency a lot. Right. And so again, all of this has to be congruent or aligned uh, to allow us to, to call things into our experience. And so I just love that you said that. It's really why I kind of went into this because I'm a law of attraction coach originally. And so I get all that and I love it. It's great. 
And if you don't clear the underlying stuff, that's why I kind of went down the path of doing some energy work and all of that, because I kept seeing, it's like, yeah, you can't just, um, you can do all those things and, and do them. And then you also sometimes need, you got to be congruent with it, right? You can't just, it's like a bandaid on top of a wound, right? And so yeah. we just actually have to, and it doesn't have to take long, but there has to be some intentionality around it. Gotcha. Awesome. And so when someone is feeling this and they're feeling like, okay, I've, I've, I've understood it. I'm starting to clear it. I'm starting to do different, different actions. What would you say? How, how would they know when they're aligned with it? How would that, how do they know? What are some signs that they know this new belief, this new feeling is energetically now aligned in my, in my, in my, in my mind, in my body, in my spirit, how would, what are the signs say? Okay. This is, um, this is actually aligned now. I'm going to say results by way of a simple word. And those results can be external and that's a really good indicator, right? We, when we shift our internal, we are often looking for some external. So it's actually a really good indicator, right? So when we see, um, ourselves raising our prices or right when we're like, no, you know what? This isn't enough. I'm going to raise my prices. Or you see people all of a sudden being drawn to you and, um, yeah, money, like literally money coming into your bank account, opportunities showing up, people commenting, noticing how even maybe you used to do one Facebook live every three months and now you're on there three times a week, right? So it's just, it's starting to notice that you will be taking different actions, showing up differently so you'll get feedback and it may be from people saying, wow, you're really, you're really standing out lately. Are you really in your leadership or right? Someone else might be saying, reflecting that back to you. And then you also will be getting some, you will feel it in your own system, right? You'll feel more confident. You're like, oh, I used to hate making these sales calls or uh, I used to really resist taking actions. But now all of a sudden I've cleared all this stuff and I'm like, Hey, I did stuff that I used to put off. Right. So it's all these things. And I think again, it's always so great to notice all of them. Right. And not just expect, I want the 20 K to fall into my, and that's the only result. Right. It's like, notice all of these pieces. Again, the noticing all of those is just going to create more flow. Right. Yeah. And so it's going to show up many ways, depends where you are at and what you're actually doing. Right. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. I noticed that instantly when I started meditating and doing all these different things and I had like so much uncertainty around business and so much safety tied into money, you know, no doubt it was, it was a blessing that life sort of, crushed all those expectations and those circumstances and, and made my income dry up, you know, so I could learn these different sides of me. And I think it's really important what you're doing. I was, I wasn't doing tapping, tapping, but I was doing a lot of journaling. So for those of who are listening, who want to reiterate on, on some actions you can take when you have these fears, these doubts, these frustrations around money, like you're saying, you can do tapping, which you can look up on some simple YouTube stuff. You can do some journaling, journal out your thoughts, journal out all these, you know, beliefs and these patterns like you might've done in terms of your past and, and really start to journal out. What was it in the past that made me link money to this? Or what was it in the past that was there an experience that allowed me to feel not worthy here or not putting myself out there, all those different things. And so journaling that and then doing some energetic work around asking it what what is what are you here to teach me what are you what are you here to say is there anything that i need to be listening to all those different energy work stuff really allows you to open up and once i started doing that 
I, I made my first ever 30k month and mm -hmm. it was it was pretty it was pretty effortless i launched a new program put it out there had some amazing clients sign up and it was pretty it was effortless and there was still a lot of fears coming up but the fears were like why is this so easy now like you know it's sort of just this energetic release but it felt more aligned and so this is really really helpful but like you say once you start recognizing the results then you know the what's then you know that it's it's really started to shift and if you're getting inconsistent results you know there's there's some more work to be done there let me ask you what's what's been surprising about this journey when it comes to money when it comes to breaking through the ceiling of receiving a new level of income What's been surprising in your journey or what's been surprising in working with your clients? I think, you know, you just loosely touched on it, but I think it's really understanding that it's every time you hit a new ceiling, there's going to be more of this that you need to do. And so that's part of the journey. I wouldn't say it's surprising, but you're like, mm, I guess I need to revisit this, right? Yeah. Because you're all of a sudden coming in at a different level, different impact, different influence, different income level, different... Uh, responsibilities, all of those things, right? And anytime we're breaking through a ceiling, we're going to encounter some dissonance or some place where we're not, we're not there yet. That's why we're not there yet. <laughs> so we actually have to do the work to be able to get there, right? And so I think it is about understanding that this is just a piece of what you do. It's why I'm super passionate about it because it's, yeah, it's like, you can't just do things once and expect, right? That we're talking often a lifetime of stuff, right? That can be sort of piled on earlier experiences, childhood experiences, lots of things. And so just be aware that it may come up. It doesn't mean you you didn't do the work right or you're not making progress. I think that's the thing that people will be like, oh, but I thought I already did this or cleared this. And it's like, you did for that level and now you're at a different level, right? And so anytime you are gonna be up leveling, it's going to call up the stuff that is unresolved that you need to, to keep working through. And so really just, I think understanding that it is for all of us and uh, yeah, journey, a continual piece of the puzzle, right? That's all. It's not a thing and a bad thing and I got to work on it and all of that. <laughs> it just, be, to me, it's like you clear, you release so you can expand, right? We need to have space to call in what's next. And so I think it's just allowing that to be a piece of what's important I think, right? So that it's not, or it's like I say to people, it's like, you can't just get a marketing strategy and try it once. And then you're all of a sudden flying with business and money, right? It's like, you have to keep continually apply that. And I really feel strongly about that inner piece of it, right? Because as we continually do that, we are going to keep taking actions and we are going to keep growing. But if we kind of diminish the importance of this work, um, then we're going to stay stuck, right? That's what I see with people. What, what would you recommend if someone is looking to get to a new income level? Is there any guidelines in terms of what their goal should be? Is there any in terms of, you know, a, a, a percentage increase or, or, or something like that? What would be a, a, a good goal or, or a guideline if someone is to truly make a shift in this area? What, what advice would you give? That's a great question. So I think it's kind of like you always want to have something that stretches you, that pulls you, right? And then you also want to have something that you're not disconnected from, right? And so sometimes I'll see people like if you're at, uh, you know, it's like when they want to bump to the next level. So if you're at 100K and you want to get to 150, there'll be a lot of stuff around that, but 
then when they throw a million dollar goal out, it'll almost be like they're disconnected from it. (laughs) And so on some level, it's so separate. So I think there has to be some connection. It doesn't, it's not for me to say or for anybody to say how quickly people are going to move to their goals, but you do have to be a vibrational, energetic, congruent match to those goals. And so if it's like way out here and you're actually just not even you're like, yeah, that's what I want. It feels great, right? There's actually, you can't call it in, right? And, and so I think it's just notice for yourself if it feels, like if it feels like you know exactly what to do to get there, it's probably too small, yeah. right? Because a, a goal, right? We want to have part known, part unknown. And then if you're like, I have no flipping idea how to get to the million, then that's probably also not congruent, <laughs> right? And so you basically want to set a goal that you're like, oh my God, this is, it's exciting and it scares me and I don't really know. I know some pieces, but I don't know the whole puzzle. I feel like that is the, that's the level you want to be at. Perfect. Amazing. A lot of people can resonate with that. They're like, what the hell do I set as a goal? What it, this stretches me, I know, but I'm not too sure how to get there. I'm not too sure if it feels aligned. And a lot of people will be like, man, I, that feels aligned because I would love to make that. But energetically that they can't really connect with it and it doesn't feel scary because they actually don't believe they can make it but when they when they have something that's outside their comfort zone and their mind can't necessarily see exactly how it's going to get there it's it's both exciting and expansive and i think that's where you you need to sort of evolve on that journey of uncertainty Mm. to sort of feel into it and sort of grow into that so that's why yeah that's why i want to sort of ask that question that's perfect in, in, in wrapping up here, is there anything else, any, any other pieces of advice or tips or tricks you can give someone that would allow them to you know, move forward in this year when they're looking to get to that new level of income, new level of impact, they want to get their gifts out into the world, they want to add more value. What are some, what are some things you've done with your clients that have allowed them to succeed in that area? Yeah, I mean, it's like all the stuff we talked about, (laughs) look at where you feel like you have the limiting stories, the limiting beliefs, call those to the surface, right? Do the work on it. Look for the subtleties. We didn't talk a ton about receiving, but that's such a good thing to watch for, for yourself, right? And so, I mean, everything is connected, right? And so just notice when someone gives you a compliment, do you allow it to literally wash over you? When someone gives you, when you receive money coming in through your PayPal account, do you, do you take a moment to actually receive it and to feel it? Not, I'm not even talking about gratitude. That's fantastic. But it's about receiving it before you're like, okay, now what's next? Or that's not enough or whatever it is. So I think the practice of receiving, it's just such a simple thing I can give you, but also not that easy to do, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, just notice when someone gives you a compliment, do you like blow it off? Do you say, oh yeah, you look great too? Or do you deflect it back? Or And most people don't physically take it in right and so i would that would be like the pro tip right around how you can do this right so when someone gives you money or you see money or you whatever it is and you just actually let it into you and feel it in you um i think that's just a really big piece of it right and so and then i guess the final piece is like yeah don't forget about that actions right and i think because i know i'm always talking about inner work and it's super passionate but the whole point of the inner work is to align you so that you are then taking new level bolder bigger scarier actions that are going to create that next level result because we cannot do it all internally right 
Yeah. In fact, it'll just guide you to the more expansive actions. It'll it'll guide yes. you to say, this is your next step to speak on stage, to go do this podcast, to you know create this online community, to get out there in this bigger way or tell someone this vulnerable story or whatever it is. Whenever you do the inner work, it's always guiding us to take more aligned action. It's also scary, but that action is necessary and it's needed to aid that energetic alignment, right? So mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Where, where can people find out more about you and your content and, uh, and, and jump on board with, with, for a journey with you? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Um, my website is Awaken Your Inspiration. And if you are interested, I have a free e-course there that really actually walks you through. It's called Clear Your Money Blocks. And it's a four video um, e-course uh, that takes you through understanding what money blocks are, how, what yours are, right? And it's all guided and you have PDFs um, and how they show up for you and then how to clear them. And I actually t- teach tapping in that as a, as a clearing technique because it is one of the ones I use. Um, and so it's, it's quite a good way. It's all around income and income level and income growth, right? So that I would love to offer you. It just It'll be on my homepage when you go there. Um, my uh, Instagram is at Awaken Your Inspiration. My, I have a Facebook group as well. I don't know if you do you mind if I say that or go for it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna just, uh, it's called Prosper Through Your Purpose. And so I do. A, there's quite a bit of. Uh, I do a lot of free content there. And um, uh, yeah, I think those are the the main places that people. Obviously, on my website, you can find out more around some of the soul stuff I do, like Akashic readings and all of that. And then, yes, my signature program is really about recoding your energetic money blueprint, right? So it's a step-by-step program to take you right from the beginning to the end, right? To releasing the beginning early paradigms and then to embodying the new income level. So there's lots of information there. All about embodiment. That's awesome. Yes. So awakenyourinspiration.com, awaken your inspiration on Instagram and the the group on Facebook is Prosper Through Your Purpose. And that's where people can dive in deep more into this stuff if, if, you need to do, if people need to do that. But there's a lot of takeaways here, a lot of key pieces of information that people can take away, a lot of deeper things that we can get into. One of the biggest things for me was, rec- was remembering that it's in you. It, when, since you said that, a Wayne Dyer quote comes up for me around ego, where he says, the ego believes that you are separate from what's missing and Mm. remembering that whatever our mind sees as missing is us. Like we, we can truly get into this story that says this income level that I know I can feel is outside of me, but recognizing, remembering energetically it's in you. It is you, whatever you're looking to achieve, whatever you're looking to attract, whatever you're looking to bring into your life, it's in you. It energetically is you. And I think reminding ourselves of that allows that energy to just, to just be and allows us to receive at a different level and, um, and truly recognize who and what we are. So Andra, thank you so much for being on here. It's an absolute pleasure to, to hear your story and, and listen to the ways in which you've transformed your life and transforming the lives of your clients to do with income and money and getting out into the world in a more purposeful way to give out their value. So thank you so much for being on here. It's an absolute pleasure. Well, thank you. It's been, I've loved this conversation. I love the co-creation and the, the, yeah, bouncing ideas with like-minded people. So it's been, um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You are very, very welcome. 
Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.